Hey there, it's Aselica, creator and host of The Colored Girl Beautiful. Since nearly all of us are stuck at home on stay-at-home orders, I know that finding a sense of normalcy has been pretty difficult. For me, getting dressed in a nice outfit, even though I'm not leaving the house, has helped me remember what everyday life was like just a few short weeks ago. It's also helped me not to be a lazy jerk because I don't know about you, but I can devolve into a useless slob pretty easily when I'm not leaving home. But nice jeans and a cute pair of shoes go a long way in lifting my spirits. And it actually encourages me to get out and take a walk around my neighborhood. I talked to Jules Dotson in today's episode, and she shares with us a little bit of her story about how she learned the value in taking pride in one's appearance. Here's what she had to say. Um, I think you learn that kind of thing like you learn a lot of other kinds of things as you learn at home. You learn with your family, you learn with your mother, your grandmas, your aunties, your sisters. And um, my mother was real like fashion forward when I was young and when she was younger, (laughs) you know. So I learned a lot by looking at my mom. My mother's mother was a seamstress. So style and fashion and beauty and getting dressed up and presenting out in the world was a very big part of my upbringing. Like, you don't step out the house with a scarf on your head. Like, who's doing that? Why? Where? Like, that's not... That's In my house growing up, that wasn't okay. Just put a hat on. And, and if you really want to get down to it, like, put a cute hat on, you know? Like, make it part of the outfit, you know? You're having a bad hair day? All right, that's cool. But you're not walking out the house with a scarf on your head because it just doesn't present well. Like, that's a lot of the way I was raised. I, I learned about having a sense of, like, pride, and I learned about having a sense of self. I learned about expression, and I learned that from my mom and her mom. But then I have an aunt on my father's side, And she was very much like a glamazon. Like she was, perhaps she was like my first image of glamour. Like my aunt still has like full length mink coats in her closet right now. And so, and what is interesting kind of is that I'm a brown skin woman, but most of my family on both sides of my family are very light skinned people. And my father, is his, he's light-skinned, his mother's light-skinned, but he has this sister who's very dark-skinned. And so I was pretty brown, and she's darker than me. So I think she became a sort of identifying point because we were in the same color scheme. Like, my mom and I are not necessarily in the same color scheme. And so I think between the glamour and my aunt just was, like, fun. Like, I've never called her aunt so-and-so. Like, she, she doesn't fit that bill. I just always called her by her first name. And so she just, yeah, she just became a point of, like, beauty, but also of, like, glamour. Like, she was super glamorous when she was younger. I remember, like, she also had a presence about her, but it was through the style, and it was through, like, a look. You know what I mean? Like, she created a fit. And so she was presenting to the world something, um, an aesthetic. And maybe I remember like her energy and 
she's very beautiful. So I think I remember the response. Like when we went out, heads would turn. But, you know, I had this thought recently, like, I think anybody, let's just say women, right? Like, I think, I think any woman could turn heads. Because I think if you present, right, it's like packaging. If you package well, you'll, you'll turn heads. Like, I don't know if it's so an actual aesthetic beauty. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Halle Berry's face is phenomenal. Just like the bone structure. Like, she's gorgeous, you know. But I do think larger than that, it's just more like an energy. If you think you're desirable, it's like all that beauty's in the eye of the beholder kind of thing. Like, I do think there's some real, real, real truth to that. If you think you're beautiful and you treat yourself that way and you exude that and you're packaged beautifully, I think people would be like, who's that? And I, I don't think you need Halle Berry's face to, to, to elicit that kind of response. You know, I, I do think it is a lot of internal dialogue or internal kind of cultivation that exudes outward. And um, I think a lot of it is about packaging, but I, I guess packaging is a reflection of how, how you feel about who you are. Those things all go together. I think it's important because the way you look is very much reflective of the way you feel. And I think your face and beauty and style and all those elements are really um, points of self-expression. And it's a way to talk without talking. It's a way to make a statement about where, what kind of headspace you're in or, you know, what kind of environment you're in, who you are. I think that stuff is super important. You need the room and space to be able to say, you know, not today. Big dark shades, black turtleneck, black pant, not today. And then you need this space to put on a sundress with a lot of colors and put a flower in your hair and say like, okay, today, yeah. I think it's important to all women. It's definitely important as a black woman. Um, for sure, yeah. So I think beauty is a real point of self-expression and I think people need that, especially creative women. I think because there's so much imagery and perceptions that are especially rooted in visuals that Black women need this space to create their own narrative for themselves. They're their face and their bodies are their canvas to express themselves. And it doesn't have to be the mainstream image. You get to control your image and your narrative. The Colored Girl Beautiful is created and hosted by Aselica Smith and produced by Nicole Hill. And we, of course, want to thank Jules for reminding us that looking good often helps us feel good, even if it's just for ourselves. I know I needed that. I hope you found it helpful, too. For everything you ever wanted to know about the show and the original book that inspired the show, you can visit coloredgirlbeautiful.com. It's never too late to subscribe to our newsletter, follow us on social media, or purchase your very own Colored Girl Beautiful t-shirt. And this week, we've got a sponsor. Audible.com is the world's largest collection of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks. 
I've been a member for years and I love being able to listen and exercise or listen and cook dinner. It's become essential in my reading regimen. If you're looking for a great title to get into, check out Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. The author talks about finding her voice and becoming a Black feminist. It's a super engaging read that I 100% recommend. You can download and keep this book for free by signing up for an Audible subscription. Just go to coloredgirlbeautiful.com audible to get started. If after your 30-day free trial, you're not satisfied, you can always cancel, but you'll still be able to keep your audiobook. Give it a go and let me know how it turns out. If you like what you hear on the Colored Girl Beautiful podcast, send the show over to a few friends. And if you got just a few moments, give the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Links for both in the show notes. Thanks as always for listening. Stay safe and try not to live from a place of fear. We'll see you in two weeks.